Hi, hope you guys are well. Thank you for joining me. I wanted to talk a little bit about being a teacher of movement, a teacher that has taught Pilates, fitness, yoga, and in the process of learning contortion to understand movement and awareness. One of the things that social media does is it really uh, misappropriates the body. So we can look at someone in a bikini in social media and we can sexualize them but when we are at the beach or a swimming pool or watching the volleyball in Olympics we tend to hold respect or allow our thoughts to stay within us even if we have those thoughts and it's quite common for us as humans to find others attractive to have a sexy imagination but on social media we forget that sense of respect that sense of mindfulness to uh, be able to project ourselves in a way that holds courtesy or to remember that our thoughts are our thoughts alone. The second thing that happens on social media is when we see comments of other people, they distract our thought pattern and we start to judge that person in the picture or video as opposed to the person making the comment. So when we have a thought, it's our thought alone. And that thought alone tells us where we are in space. It doesn't tell us who or what or where someone else is. It tells them who or what or where someone else is by the way we have perceived them. It's very important to understand that because it also is very important to understand that when we resonate with someone else's thought pattern or not resonate, it's telling us about us. Now, movement is a fantastic educator on of course, understanding how we sit in our energy levels, how we understand the body, how we understand and respect others, what we feel about our body and self-love. When we look at people moving on social media, there is also a link to it relating to our sexual mind because there is breathing, which is very common to be something that is um, exciting when we are intimate with another there is the beautiful lines of the body and the beautiful ways in which people move and these movements can create um, an animalistic feel of relating it to sex. At the same time, there is also certain um, angles that can make us feel more um, closely related to the sexual realm of things. So now I just want to break it down for you how important it is to understand the body in movement and how everything is interlinked. Because we are humans, there is wholeness. So as a mother, I have, of course, had sex to have a child. Um, and that being said, I am a sexual being. And just like uh, peacocks, when they fan their feathers, the male peacocks, to attract other females, it's a part of our life. We've, we are wired as humans to recreate and as humans now we are wired to recreate and we then can have on top of it pleasure and erotic play and all those things but what's happened in this world today and particularly with social media aspiring our erotic play into realms of misappropriation um, disrespect and also potentially places which we would do if we meet people in everyday environments it also misappropriates movement so when I grew up, I was taught that the human specimen was a beautiful body and and it was a human specimen. Um, I remember my dad saying, what, a, what an amazing specimen. And I never had this sexual feeling about the human body. 
So I would look at the human body and see um, the muscles and the way in which someone would move. And I'd be like, I wonder if they're a swimmer because they have broad shoulders. I wonder if they're a golfer or a hockey player with their a strong hip base. I wonder if they're a runner with their lean body. So my first question was what type of movement were they doing and how then did they create the muscle? It was never um, a sexual thought pattern. If I saw someone in a bikini, I would be admirable for the physique that they had or I would be inspired by it to learn more about the movement patterns they created. This has always been the way my mind has worked growing up with a father that was always moving and I saw an active lifestyle. I remember getting changed in the um, beach car park um, with a towel wrapped around me and my dad would walk around the house after a shower naked and then go downstairs and get changed and so the human body was very normalized for me. It was not something of a sexual thing. So when I became a movement teacher, it was very, very important for me to understand the human body and how it moves and how it moves and the lines it moves and the muscles that are activated. And when I was self-teaching, I learned that a lot by um, taking and stripping off, using a video, and then I would go and do certain movement patterns. So for example, if we're talking about a straddle, I would do a straddle and I'd see that my gluteus medius and it was not working and not activating, which meant that I couldn't open my straddle wider when I was up in space doing a split, but also meant that I couldn't hold a straddle as strongly in a straddle handstand because I didn't have the activation of the glutes. And so then I had to look at ways in which to figure out how to utilize my glute medius. This is just a simple example. Then if I was looking at backbends, say for example, a bow pose, I was looking at um, certain ways in which, how was my shoulder alignment? Was my right one wrapping when my armpit's forward or was the armpit coming out because that's my right side is my tightest? Was my pelvis bone on the floor or was it lifted up? Was my hip base even or was one hip flexor tighter than the other? And this would lead to having different angles, which one in social media is called a crotch shot. But that crotch shot was actually um, a pivotal piece of information to understand how my hips were placed, how my shoulders were placed, where my um, shoulder blades were, how my chest was open in a bow pose. So when you are a movement practitioner and when you are a movement teacher, you learn pretty quickly that the angles and the stature or the labeling that we place on social media is very um, misappropriated and it's also very damaging because as a teacher I could not just view someone from one side and be a good teacher I would need to take both side angles I would also need to take back and front angles so when you become a movement teacher or when you become a movement practitioner you start to see the body different you start to see the body with the sense of how can it create movement what are the muscles activating how can I avoid injury? How can I be stronger or more mobile? And what muscles do I need to use? Or what alignment do I need to change? So when you go on social media, I just want you to think about that from a different perspective, that we can take down the sexualization a little bit and understand the body, of course, has so much more. And erotica is always going to be in our minds being adults and that we know it and it's a pleasurable part. And I hope it is for those that have experienced trauma like me. Of course, there is going to be things that can overwhelm us. But at the same time, those labels and names that we give people 
is really damaging to the movement practitioners and to movement itself because it then creates shame in our body. And when we have shame in our body, then we get nervous to be able to see our body for what it is. We start to see it for what it's not or we start to see it and not be able to see it because of those labels or misappropriations start to limit our abilities to properly look at it. So when we go in this world, it's really important to understand how there's so much more to the wholeness of humans and it's never just a one side. And when we can see that, we can start to make sure that our minds are on the side so that it helps us to rise us up, to move in better ways, to be kinder to each other, to be more compassionate. And it helps us to remove those labels or it helps us to take a check-in to see where our education is, to see there's more than the labels we are just giving it. I hope this helps you to just have a look at things in a bigger picture and to understand things and to think about things uh, more with regards to human body and movement and um, misappropriation, sexualization. It's really important that where our mind goes, our body and life follows, but that doesn't mean that that other person is attached to it. It's really important to understand the human body is not just alone for sexual acts, it's also for movement, for creating our life, for feeding our children. The art of the human body, there's so many reasons for it and it's not just one thing like a crotch shot. There is so many important factors when utilizing the human body that we need to be able to see it from all angles to create the beautiful art, to create the beautiful movements, to be able to be healthy, etc, etc. So as you go through life, remember, there's more than one story. And remember, social media is a great example of the masses and um, the shame and the judgment. But if you take time and you get curious and you look a little deeper, you're going to see that there's beautiful things underneath those things that can help us to grow as humans into our wholeness and understand that we are not a one-size-fits-all. Nothing has to limit us if we use it in a kind and compassionate way, if we look at the stories deeper than perhaps the one that's limiting us. I hope you have a great day. Namaste.